Welcome to NPC Dialogue and the world of indie video games. I am Mike, your engineer. With me today, as always, is JJ, your designer. Hey. And AJ, your indie game producer. Hello, all. And today we are talking about Undertale by Toby Fox. Somebody make the sound effect. Badoom. Then you see the little title card. It's great. Um, actually, it's. We're gonna just go right into the game. I actually really like that. It's a it's a pretty nice little intro to like the thing. Just a little Undertale thing. So um, yeah, we're talking about Undertale today, and we're all this will be just as sort of a recap. Um, our first you know phase one of this uh, this this battle, um, in keeping with RPG traditions, since we're talking about Undertale. But and the, this it, will be spoiler free today. That's the yeah. implication is is you can watch this and not have to worry about us giving any or to listen the to it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You can listen to this. I'm I'm seeing your eyes' faces, but the audience is not. That's right. <laughs> that's right. One day we're gonna upload this video. It's gonna be very embarrassing. That's right. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're just we look terrible. Trust yeah. us. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of you know, this game is very spoiler sensitive. So um, it's that's it's right. very it's very easy for I guess your experience to be ruined by too much information. And we're gonna, I think we're gonna do our best to just keep that as minimal as possible while discussing the game. But right. Uh, you know yeah. this. This is a game that if you are particularly spoiler sensitive, I may recommend at least getting a little bit of time into before you listen to us talk about it. Um, I mean, talking about it at all by its very nature may spoil a little bit of it um, if you want to be completely surprised. Though at this point, I assume that if you are into indie games, you are probably well aware of what this game's like. So, with that said, Toby Fox... The author. This is his. Is this his first game? I actually know very little about Toby Fox at this point. So, to my knowledge, he he got started by uh, by doing a. Uh, he made a a, a fan made thing with Earthbound. Did he not? Yeah, he was a he was a very frequent um, uh, poster on Starman.net, which is an Earthbound fan community, and they always do a lot of fan projects. Like we'll make Mother Four, or we'll make Earthbound Three, or whatever, or we'll make some fan earthbound game and he's he's occasionally involved with some of that project those projects but usually more as a composer um i think he kind of sees himself as kind of usually more of like a composer first and game dev second but i think he he decided to take the jump into i mean this is all speculation i don't know this for, for sure it's really difficult to find much on this guy but well, uh, my understanding that makes a lot of sense my understanding how this went is uh he uh he was curious about making a fighting system for for an RPG, and he, he was messing around with a with a game game maker, which is amazing on its own that there's a game that's that's gone this far. It's a game maker game, and Michael talked yeah. a little bit about that. You have published a game maker game, but uh, I have but, actually. It was interesting. Now for us, it was just um, uh, just a web published game. It wasn't so, you know we did the whole HTML five thing with uh, you know game maker backing that up and we posted it to a you know it's a public facing website but it was a private company and it was targeted uh, kind of an interesting little forest runner game or whatever but it was um 
a pretty small game. So to see this made with Game Maker is really interesting because Game Maker is is not necessarily one of those engines you see a lot of. I, I do know there have been a couple other games that have been made that are published. Um, but Hotline I don't know Miami? Much. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess Hotline Miami might be the only one I can think of right now, actually. However, that was also, there was a lot of work done to that, uh, just, you know, done to the engine to kind of, you know, increase certain things that they needed um, to kind of customize it. And, well, yeah. And it is my understanding with this game here is what he was doing was he wanted to, he wanted to do some experiments with a fighting system in an RPG with arcade game ties that he, that he liked a lot. And uh, bullet, bullet, uh, bullet hell shooters specifically. Right. Yeah. That's what the yeah. bullet hell. And he, he kind of tied it around as he made a fighting system. Like he kind of tied it around this idea of humanizing monsters in an RPG and, and, and making them individuals rather than, than just villains in sort of this, uh, Sort of this uh, user-friendly place where the the player could make could make choice choices about how to cope with their enemies beyond simply just you know uh, grinding it out and doing doing a uh, you know fighting it out in your traditional RPG. And with that, it seems like we should offer a little bit of context about what's going on in this game. Um, right. Well, yeah. we can kind of tie it back. We we briefly mentioned uh, Earthbound and Mother Three, which are one and the same, actually. Um, and this takes a lot of inspiration from those types of games, kind of seeing, you know, interesting things and in like kind of the mundane a little bit um, and just kind of having this sort of, I don't know, I guess it's, it has a little bit of a levity and looking at like modern day culture as the background to the RPG. Uh, Mother 3 slash Earthbound are the only, is the only one that actually, Earthbound, well, I think it's the only it's one that Earthbound 2. What's that? I think it, Mother 3 is probably oh, like is, Earthbound 2. Is Mother 3 Earthbound 2? Well, I think it's Mother, well... Earthbound is Mother Two, and then Earthbound Three is a sequel to Mother. Right. Yeah, Mother. Right. Two. You're correct. Uh, me. And yeah. and actually, Mother One recently came out on the uh, the Wii U Virtual Console. Store. Virtual Console. Thank you. With a uh, full translation, there've been fan translations for years, and Nintendo's been reluctant to bring them back. And the fan community is very big. Uh, well, at least as far as you know, these types of games go. And so looking at kind of going back to what he came from and into sort of how he's sort of subverted the genre a little bit with this this sort of sub-genre of RPGs that already kind of subverted it. So I think it's kind of interesting. Well, I would actually just say that this is kind of targeting RPG, JR, JRPG designs in general, right? Because even, even if you so. take it towards something more like Final Fantasy, where it's yeah. very much... You go through these set of mobs and monsters that randomly come at you, and then you generally fight them about the same way i mean there's strategy of course involved to which attacks you want to use you know what characters attributes can be more effective to certain types of monsters but generally speaking your interactions with monsters are very limited to that well and let's and, be let's be completely honest for most jrpgs when you're fighting the random encounters that happen in right. the overworld or you know in right. dungeons, you're kind of just mat mashing a button to yeah attack. and you're, you're mostly just grinding through monsters and i think right. toby fox wanted to he 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 didn't he's I, I believe he he said that um all of these fights feels the same to him and he wanted to try to design a system where the interaction to each monster in a mob not just bosses but just mobs in themselves can at least feel different um, and mobs so, um i mean mobs is kind of like an mmo term right just enemies right mobs. it's just a group of enemy you encounter in an area yeah in so. case you're unfamiliar yeah uh, that, and that goes back to what aj was saying is that he's taken these uh, and then we can kind of just 
get into this right now, the battle system is probably, well, I don't know if it's the first thing, but it, to me at least, it was the first thing that really stood out as a very unique feature for the game. Right, right. It, it, um, it's introduced very early. I, I would say it's, 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 uniquely, it's uniquely executed, but I would say that the concept is kind of borrowing from some other RPGs that, that use... That tries to make battles a little bit more interactive. Well, so, I mean, something, so, so, so something like Mario but, and Luigi Superstar Saga, yeah, like and you, Super Mario you, RPG. All, yeah, all the literature you, talks about how he's he's borrowing a great deal from the the right. Mario RPG. Right, and um, you know, being able to talk to monsters is a persona thing, right? And but that's kind of the when you say there's nothing new is this game as much as any game you'll ever see brings the clarity to the, th- to the thought that. I mean, there is really isn't not much new to make. Like you, you're you're going to have trouble making a truly original thing, but this is the combination of of elements in a game that is really uncommon and very clever. And it's it, I mean, when we talk about it, it's interesting. My reaction to the game uh, when when we want to talk about that of of my reaction to these elements individually versus how the combination of them and how they how they feed off of each other i react very differently to that than i do the individual elements of the game i agree i would say well i guess for background since this is uh, the free episode let's get into the actual meat of it a little bit mechanics um set it up and so yeah generally there is you kind of you start the game and there there are there are overworld puzzles which I, th- I thought the intro was actually pretty good. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but it uh, makes light a little bit of these sort of JRPG tropes in a very entertaining way, especially if you play JRPGs or if you're like a lapsed JRPG player, kind of like myself when I was younger. I was way into, you know... Yeah, JRPG nows are kind of quite different, especially with like the newer Final Fantasies, right? Right, and this sort yeah. of targets, like you said, that that Earthbound, Mother 3, you know... 90s, uh, I would say 90s, 90s JRPGs. Yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's some overall puzzles, but you get into your first battle and it there's four options. To start off right, there's like you can you can attack just like any other RPG, right? But that's actually a little different itself. You can act, which brings up like a context sensitive menu. Then you can do items in battle and you can you can also do the last thing, which is you can spare monsters, which is completely unique. If you're allowed to. That's what yeah. I've seen. If you're allowed to. And there's like a system involved with that or you can flee yourself. Um Right. And all of these are very contextual. So you can just attack monsters, and they kind of set it up in that standard JRPG way. And the attack thing is kind of interesting. It's like it's an interactive meter where it's... Uh, if you've played, like, there are certain golf games or mini games where it's like a bar that goes back and forth, and you try to hit it in the center. Or, like, kicking the football in every football game ever. Of, of Exactly. Know, of It's going to go... It's, there's a line going by, and you have to, you have to hit the button as it, as it hits, the, hits the bullseye. But and so once you get you know past the sort of like well I can attack them or I can act what does this act thing do and that's really kind of a unique menu to me right and so you go in there and it's like oh so here's this I can check the monster I think you can always check the monster and it gives you it gives you some stats but it, what more importantly it gives you some background on the monster and this kind of feeds back into what AJ was saying is that you get this sort of uh, you get to know the monster almost like through the battle as well as in the overworld. And you know there are non-combat monsters and things like that, but the monsters you fight, you kind of you get like a sense of their personality through this check. And it seems like the whole game is to me much more targeted towards how do you 
it seems like I'm supposed to spare the monster. And because that there's much more game involved in learning how to spare the monster, how to interact, Definitely. how to interact and manipulate the monster so that I don't have to fight him. Um, it, 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 fighting him is always the easiest way out. And it just seems like that. It seems like that's an afterthought of what, what we're actually right. going to do. And so that actually, you know, sort of brings me to maybe my first complaint about the game and, and it's mm. small, but to me, to offer a choice, but then have no real choice. I, I felt exactly like you did, AJ. Like, I, I was pushed to, to spare them. Yeah. And, and you're introduced yeah. to them as good guys. So you kind of go, oh, yeah, I want to spare these guys. They're not doing anything to me. So um, before we, I guess, move the discussion further, uh, just a quick question. How far are you guys in the game? Because I don't know if I would say, I don't know if that would be a complaint I would make. Um, but I have actually fully finished the game. So, as in, so what I played through this game multiple times. What? Are, where are you guys at at this? So game? what you're really saying is, is, is this this is a game with lots of narrative trees, and which your choices affect have consequences, and you um, and you know what the consequences are, and we don't yet. <laughs> sort of, I guess. I guess that is what I'm saying. But just, just you know, just out of curiosity, where are you guys at with this? So game? I, I am through my first playthrough. Okay, and first playthrough. I am nowhere. You know, we'll talk about. So we'll talk about predictions next week. But. Right, and I, I am, I, I, am three or three hours in. I am nowhere near that. I have just, uh, I have just made it to the first village, and I hung out, or, or, or I don't, I don't know what to say here without being spoiler free. <laughs> um, okay. I, I think yeah, you, I, I think you could, I think you could list places, and you could just say their name. I'm in what I fine. think is the cave, and I've met the. Or I don't even know if it's cave. Uh, I, hmm, I've, okay, <laughs> I've got past Papyrus when he's when he's the gatekeeper of the, of the first. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. So you're are you in Snowden? I yeah, just past it. Yeah, just past Snowden. Yeah. So you haven't got to Hotland yet? No, I have not got to Hotland yet. Okay, which okay. kind of. I mean, I I look forward to talking about impressions of this game because my lack of progress in this game are directly related to my impression of this game. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. It's 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 kind of difficult because you know I, I I I can I can kind of see you know where you can kind of feel like the game is not really giving you a choice on how to interact right because the game I will say that the game is actively encouraging you to play a certain way um, I don't know right. if I would say that's a problem I think that's something we can discuss later on because that's that discussion will inevitably lead down to spoilers but I don't I don't right. I don't want to say that that's like not giving the player choice. I think that's just, you know, well, the, the, the game The game has a message it wants to bring across and has a theme that it wants to, I guess, give to the players, right? So, Yeah, right. But, so, but, so there's this fundamental choice and you, you're clearly being led to try to spare, but those <laughs> choices don't, they don't feel like they have meaning and I, I bet they do at the end, but they need to have meaning within the context of the conflict itself. And they and they really don't. Um, I have a I have a question regarding that. So for me, um, you know, let's say I use let's say I would attack, right? Like if I were to come across mm. a monster and I would just attack, um, that's pretty much what I do with a lot of early or you know late '90s, early '90s JRPGs. Would you? How would you compare and contrast between the way this game handles that and the way let's say JRPGs do? Because to me, they're kind of the same well, type of because experience. In, in your traditional combat system in, in, in an RPG is you're developing, you're developing, you're leveling up 
uh, attacks you're better at, you're leveling up defenses at, you have okay. different dynamics with different enemies, so there's different ways to attack them, there's different people to attack them with, there's choices right. to be made, and they're strategic in nature. In this game, I have lots of right ways to go about this, and the game is not going to punish me for any wrong thing I do. I mean, for, because since right. there's an arcade system with the combat system, I... I, I have no reason not to try to spare him. The game is not pressuring me to do otherwise. Uh, because I, I'll spare him because I can, if I'm good at the, the little mini game that it's offering me that I really like, then then there's no pressure to do it. Like th this is really, really a moral choice. I'm just being funneled over here, and since I'm good at dodging little things, uh, then I can do that all day. I'll just spare you. So um, I think I what you're so are you what, what is I guess what you're saying is that. You don't feel like the attack is an interesting enough choice. I'm saying it's not really a moral choice because I because uh, it's not really a moral choice to spare him because there's a little mini game which are usually pretty easy to master and so <laughs> like the fighting him would be harder than sparing him. Um, right. And that, that I, I think, thought wait, I thought you said that fighting them would be easier than to spare. Well, it's simpler. Okay. Yeah, it, it, I mean yeah, it's it's to actually successfully kill the thing uh, after sparing so many things is actually harder than just avoiding it and figuring out how to manipulate it and spare it. I mean, there, it's not really a moral decision. Uh, and so, go ahead, Mike. Oh, I just I wanted to get back to something you were talking about. You hit on, but just just to explain a little bit of this, most um, enemies you can't just spare. They when you spare them, they kind of run away, and you have to figure out through that act context sensitive menu how to do it. Oftentimes there's only one other choice other than check or sometimes there's two choices and it kind of right. doesn't matter you just pick one until they're available to be spared and it's and it's sort of you just dodge things when that happens right there's a little mini game associated with each enemy and and they're really not that hard and so what you do is is you that you have dial you're given dialogue and a picture of the enemy and you have to use the cues you're given whatever to figure out the the right the right act to take that will enable you to spare them and that's fun, and the mini games are fun. It's funny because my 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 impression of this game is every element on its own in this game is very clever and fun, but it's a bad combination of of, of the bunch of them, which makes this game to me playing. The, I'll give my impression now. I feel like it's a chore to play this game. I <laughs> I am. You know, I I don't disagree. So. I okay. I I actually don't disagree that. So for me, I think. This is me saying after I beat the game. I don't think this is a very good RPG. Um, I think I think for what... So, okay, this is what I'm going to say now. I'm going to, of course, think about my impressions more next week and try to defend it a little bit better, hopefully. Um, but I feel like when Toby set out to subvert these RPG elements, he ended up just making a game that's more of an adventure game than an RPG. Okay. Like for me, these RPG are very, very, very shallow and light. It, they're very superficially RPG for me. So I'm, I'm glad you guys have kind of both brought this up. One of my biggest complaints, and sorry, I'm cutting you off a little bit there, JJ, is that in a traditional RPG, I, I feel like there's there's a strategy, like like I just said, strategy and tactics, and not necessarily in the fight, you know, like the random encounter or throwaway mobs. But when you're, you know, fight to fight in, in big enemies, you can have strategy. I can, I can think deeply about how I want to customize and make intelligent decisions. Right, right. And in this game, while I like the small parts of it, it just doesn't lend itself to a tactical feeling to me, which, which I think is like a fundamental part of that RPG experience I mean, it, for me. For least. instance, if we're comparing it to an RPG, 
I don't have any idea what's in my inventory right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't even care. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. See, and I feel like he does this on purpose, though. I feel like this is Hem's way of saying, like, here's your inventory. Who cares? Right? Like, I'm going to subvert these yeah. things. And I feel like sometimes yeah. it, it, it thinks it's I think, a little too clever than it is. I think a lot of these designs are uh, are very purposefully designed. Um, but, of course, I do kind of agree that a lot of this, you know, I, you know, basically the way you put it is what I, what I, what I think is uh, accurate. I, I don't think, I do feel like sometimes the game takes itself, treats itself as more clever than it actually is. Um, especially with with, yeah it it just feels like there's a lot of superfluous uh design elements that are just there to make a point and then that's it it's interesting well this is an example of a game that's trying to be too many things um uh if it wanted to if it wanted to adapt a fighting system to this mini game mechanic that would be cool and, right. and there would be ways right. to there would be ways to play around just with that. That would be interesting. If it wanted to make a combat system where you had to manipulate each enemy so that you had to become observant to what they were doing, that would be interesting. But to make the two interact with each other, I mean, and on their own right now, they're interesting. But the game is way too forgiving. Like there, there's, there's, it's a chore. I mean, there's, I just, I just want to get, I just want <laughs> right. to get past it. And I, I, I feel like, I feel like what he wants to do is worth doing and interesting. But I do, I do sort of agree that a lot of, a lot of these, it just feels unpolished, right? I guess that was the word I would use to describe this. Game. I would say overpolished. Just, um, oh, really? You would say overpolished? Yeah, there's there's too much. Like the, the, he needs feature cuts. I mean, really bad. He uh, he needed to pick a lane here and not try to. He he had three or four really good design ideas, really really good ones, and he threw them all in the same game, in such a way yeah. where, where where what is his non negotiable with this game? I mean, which one is it? Is it the mini game combat system? Is it the the humanization of villains? Is it is it uh, I mean, I, I don't know particularly what it is. It's a few different things at the same time that are all all present, and that so it's a kind of a mess. I feel like he didn't kill his darlings. Basically, he wanted everything he thought of in there that was important to him, and he threw it all in there. And I and I in my brain, I'm calling this the Fez problem because I had this problem with Fez, where <laughs> it's like a it's a breath versus depth, and it's you find a lot of like interesting little. You know, like you said, the arcade game where you're dodging and stuff. Like, yeah, it's fun. And there's, like, a lot of variance on it. But nothing is particularly difficult or deep. I'm not really... It's just a slightly different version. And not in the way of, like, you know, to talk about something we already talked about, like The Witness, where it's like, okay, I'm going to have these these major variants, but explore them in detail. It's, here's this tiny variant in that action game, and it's just kind of... I feel like... Do it. I, it's a one-off, I feel like the difference really is, important. I feel like the difference is in design kind of directly lead to i guess the differences in the story experience that you get from the game well that, so. that just just well and I, and I like that too but i agree with aj that we he kind of needed to pick a little bit or so he needed it. he so you think drill down to, you need you needed him to pick one story experience i, for this I, game. I don't uh, you're that i didn't say that at all no, no, not one story experience. No. I'm saying one major Mechanic. change to the genre, exactly. Okay, and the story so, experience is a big one. And the story, right. the story experience, kind of functions completely independent of these mechanical things. And 
Well, mm, uh, I totally disagree with that. Well, I don't. Well, I mean, no, I well, I mean, I'm speaking from actually having beaten the game, so I I can't defend that yeah, about going. I'm talking about into caring it. about what the rest of the story is, and right now I don't. I'm not invested at all. I don't. I don't. I don't I, so I mean, I I read a little bit ahead, um, and I and you know, not not ahead of the game, but I kind of read some critiques because after I finished it, I was a little like mm-hmm. maybe I'm missing something, and mm-hmm. you know, and I I don't know if this is. A major spoiler, but I I believe it's out there. The game is intended to be played through, and I think he probably already picked this up from JJ um, a few times. Yes, it um, is not necessarily in more than once. I wouldn't say intended, but that's to get the full experience. How long is a playthrough right. overall? I mean, so I, I I would say I would say it's about maybe five six hours, maybe maybe a little bit less if you can rush. So through it, but they're asking you to they're they're asking you to get the experience intended in this game to bust turn it around and have a, a 12 or 18 hour experience of, of yeah basically you're more, saying play six hours and right. that is the setup for the next like two to four to six hours well let me well play. okay when you play through it again the exact um route that you go that you take is the same so it would actually take make make it quicker for you to play through it. That's the second. You know, yeah, the game's fairly especially later, especially so. with so, very different approaches to to what you're doing. Because if you actually, uh, I can't actually get into this without spoiling. But if you if you decide to go with let's say a route where you don't fight anybody, which is possible, um, that can make make you go through the levels way faster than when you go through encounter each monster from a mob in a location and sit there and think okay how am i going to interact and when you already kind of sort of know how this kind of works you can yeah take the path and goes through so i wouldn't say it's asking you to do 12 hours it's more of like the initial experience is pretty long like six six or seven hours and then the next one is like maybe two or three when you could just kind of go through it fair enough so so I read, um, and I read a review from Austin Walker at Giant Bomb, who actually is now at Vice, but uh, just to attribute it correctly, they're starting a new gaming thing. Right. Uh, yeah, so, um, and he's going to head it up over there. But he, he wrote a review, and in, it, this maybe gets to a little bit of predictions for next week, uh, but he said that he didn't really get it his first time um, and had to, it was, it was after those playthroughs uh, the extra playthroughs that he really, really kind of grokked it, and so I feel like I feel like it's I would, a little much I would, to ask. I, I, no, I would I, ask. I, I would agree with that because on my first playthrough, I was really bored. Honestly, I was really, really, really bored. In fact, I actually had a friend who messaged me on Steam, and he was like. Oh my god, you're playing Undertale. Let me watch. And while he's like he's while while he's watching me play my first playthrough, mm-hmm. I was going, "Why are you watching me? This is horrifically hey, boring." I was and he playing goes, and you tried to watch me on, I did. on Steam. And yeah, I'm no, like, see, that, exactly. Exactly. I'm so uncomfortable uh, when, with that. When I saw you, when I yeah. saw you play play it late earlier this week, I really wanted to watch you yeah, on your I'm first playthrough. Yeah, I'm not a streamer. I'm not here for your yeah. amusement. I'm trying well, to play Undertale. Yeah. Well, I guess my point is I told my friend who watched my entire first playthrough sat there with me and watched it and he really? was ent- he was yeah he was entertained for every second and the whole time i was sitting there going i am not entertained by any of this i don't know why you are here it and, but I'm not. and he went you have to beat the game and beat it one or two more times afterwards and then you will be just like me and to be honest 
I I took his advice. I did that. You drank and... the Kool-Aid, and now you're waiting for the <laughs> aliens. I, I, I would hope that I reached this conclusion in a rational way. But That's such a... I would I I would say though by my my reaction to this game after the first playthrough versus my reaction to the game after my second and third, each of those reactions is completely different. So and I liked it each time. The more I played through this game, the more I so liked it. So let me ask this question: Are there major narrative elements of the game that are only given away by beating the game multiple times? Yes, and there's many many gameplay experiences that are different when you play it it depends on how you play basically so let me ask you this when you play through a second time does the game know it's your second time through i don't want to say anything Uh, all all i would say is that you know i can't say that for everybody like your silence is a little bit of a (laughs) well well, let me just put it let me let me just put it this way i was i'm totally with you guys if i went back in time and i've only beat this game once um, I I don't know that I could guarantee that you AJ or uh, Mike would or anybody else who's listening listen to this might get more on more playthroughs. I feel like I need this is something I want to discuss with you guys next week. But I will say though that I don't know anybody who has enjoyed their first playthrough of this game, okay. and it is through their second that they feel like and third or third or fourth that they feel like the experience is complete. And after they after that amount of time with the game i've noticed that people's opinions change more towards the positive well that's what going to be what then, I put out then the combat system and the mechanic that he's developing that i'm experiencing is more than is more than an after more of an afterthought than uh than i think it is right honestly now. i would i would say so and that's why i say that i think this is a little bit more of an adventure game than an rpg um it's actually interesting a game that we're going to cover in the future lisa who it, it is a complete RPG. Um, it is. It is from the same creative genesis as this game. They're both super heavily Earthbound inspired games, and both wanted to make an RPG based on that creative inspiration. But Lisa is a very strict, very well tuned, designed RPG. Whereas I feel like Undertale tried to when they try to subvert it they just ended up making something that's more of an adventure game than an RPG. It's an adventure game with RPG, with very superficial RPG elements. I think that's an important point to hit on, is uh, the experience, uh, it's sort of a fandom experience. Have either of you played Earthbound? I have. I am actually a fan of Earthbound. Uh, I am familiar with it, but I've never played it. I okay. love Earthbound. Earthbound. I've played a little bit of it. So I, love, like, I, I actually like Mother 3 better than Mother 1 and Earthbound. But I do like all, all three games. You're one of those guys. Yes. You're, you're yes, I played a fan, fan translation. translation. Oh, yeah, okay. I played the fan okay. translation of Mother 3. Mother 3 is, is freaking amazing. Now, would you say that affects, affected your initial impression? Like, is this something no, that... Okay. it didn't. Uh, it is the only... Like, I'm, like, I'm perfectly happy, uh, you know, proclaiming holes in my, my knowledge or, you know, background that may uh, preclude me from enjoying I think it, so. I think you would appreciate the humor a little bit more if you have played Earthbound, but I don't think Earthbound is required playing for this game. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and that is something actually, since we're talking about humor, something I would like to bring up is even during my first playthrough, there were genuinely funny moments. Like things oh, yeah. that I, that yeah. I thought were, were well-written and funny. Uh, you know, it, it's a little maybe too twee sometimes, a little bit. 
but I did find it, uh, you know, a lot of funny stuff. Um, there are really good throwbacks, even to things, and I don't, you know, I don't want to spoil them, um, but there are uh, really good throwbacks to things that from, from RPGs I enjoyed as a kid. It's not just necessarily an Earthbound, you know, mother sort of callback. Yeah, there is uh, a there's a Final Fantasy five. Whoa, reference. Whoa. After With I the just said not to spoil it. I just well, I'm pointing out a reference. That's don't in the talk game. about the reference, man. Okay, fine, the, fine, fine. There's fine. a it's I there's yeah. a lot of good references, and I. I to the game's credit, it does it does strike a, a funny tone and has a, has a oh, yeah. lot of a lot of levity in it. I, and I don't mind that. I, although to nitpick about one particular feature of this game, and by doing so, nitpicking about every feature of every game ever in, in this genre is is when bringing out the big guns. When when I want to read dialogue, I am so sick of hearing and and waiting for the dialogue to fall. I mean I I, I yeah I I can yeah. I know I'm I'm with you I can there. read so a lot faster. To, I mean and I, I you can hit the other button to make the page go faster. What other button? Well, what is this? There are <laughs> so it's like Z and X or whatever and like that's just something else to talk about on the tactical side. It, it's great that this guy, you know, Toby Toby Fox, I I'm gonna be honest. I almost say Toby Keith every time. And I'm really <laughs> sorry about that because that's a huge insult. But uh. um, so you know, it's it's great that he made it in Game Maker. Um, it's a, it is a little rough around the edges. You know, it's not exactly a expensive. That's game, right. Yeah, that's that's but, why I would consider this game unpolished. Yeah, and that's it's, that's it fine. Feels, I mean, it feels I, pretty I rough. It didn't get in the way. It was just a little rough. But uh, there are two buttons, and you have to hit the other button to make the page appear immediately, and then hit the original text button to go to the next page. So it was like I was alternating buttons half the time. And I was like, this is a weird design choice. It's like little things like that where I'm like, I uh, maybe could have used a little more time in the oven, you know? Yeah, I agree. So I, I agree with you, AJ. Like if you didn't there. try to hit that button, you were just waiting for text the whole time. Yeah. And that, that's, it's terrible. I, I do not want to wait for text to crawl across the screen anymore. Yeah. Like <laughs> reading it in that cadence I feel really like helpful. I feel like in RPGs especially voice acting is seriously underrated. I think voice acting is I mean it's what Jonathan Blow said with The Witness, right? You know, like a lot of games just put like an audio play there as the way to bring across the story. And he kind of said it in a bit of a derogatory sense, but I actually think it's a perfect way to to add story to a game because I think sometimes reading text is a little tedious in games because I I literally stop what I'm doing just to read it. Right. right kind of interrupts the gameplay it's like that uh that ludo narrative dissonance again right well i don't know if i would call it dissonance i would just say it's a very uninteresting interactive experience whereas i right. can still interact with things if i'm listening to somebody talk i mean so. and just to just to flaunt my rpg chops a little bit here did you ever play um I mean, i'm gonna i can't even remember the name of the thing lost i think it was lost odyssey it was uh sakaguchi here in sakaguchi you're gonna fantasy creator. You're, you're going to bring you're going to bust out your rpg chops and you're gonna exactly the name of the game's wrong <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure it's lost odyssey but uh, <laughs> I, I was playing it with it's an early three xbox 360 game i was playing with my my girlfriend at the time you know my fiance but she we were there were sections that were just entire walls of text that you just read and they were like these dream things and they were kind they were interesting but i was like i am playing a video game i am not here to read your novel <laughs> like you know and so like i agree with you the, the kind of the audio log thing as much as people joke and say you have to put your fingers up to your ear and walk real slowly to hear everything yeah um you know like i think it's 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 helpful yeah in I this mean, case you know it's a throwback it doesn't make sense in this game necessarily but I think it could be done in a way that's not odd. But I do think it does require some thought. I don't know. Like audio plays are kind of viewed negatively. They have like a bad connotation to them. But I think they're perfect for video games. Just, right. Yeah. 
Well, I agree. So we, we sort of, we kind of skipped ahead a little bit and I wanted to talk a little bit about the intro and I actually really liked the first, the first part of the game. Um, so you enter right away, you kind of enter the sort of like creepy area. And I actually was really sort of unsettled by this in a, in a good way. I thought like, you know, I thought it was kind of setting me up for this sort of possibly creepy, possibly unsettling. Maybe I didn't really understand what was happening in this game. Uh, and I thought the music did a really good job. So earlier you just got, you talked about the, you know, a good job getting me into this mindset earlier. You talked about him being a composer for other games. And so just to kind of break down the aesthetics a little bit, I actually thought the music was terrific. Um, there were a lot of really catchy things that kind of brought me into the moment. It's, it's very, it's very earthboundy because right. mother and is, mother is known for its soundtrack as well. And the, Oh, for sure. The music is probably the strongest aspect of the game. This this guy is really good at creating thematic elements, which, which Ab- kind of paint a picture for you. I mean, it's, it's the strongest point of the game to me. And I, I, I was reading things that he gets really clever with the technology he uses to to create these things, including like like oh, really? old Game Boy things and, and, and things of that nature to to kind of create these things. And uh, and he's like for this game the biggest the, the the biggest credit you can give to him is the mastery of probably of how much he did with with very little resources and i and agree so it's you know the art wasn't spectacular but it, i did think it uh, evoked uh, i actually thought the art was like really bad <laughs> well no and and i was i was trying to be nice it's, but i thought it did evoke the 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 feeling of the earthbound you know oh i mean so and i thought it, it served its purpose yeah i mean it, it's trying to be retro more than anything and and, and talking right. mean, it's, it's telling you that it's capturing all these themes from earlier games uh i i thought the art wasn't if i'm gonna if, I, if i'm gonna be critical of one dude uh doing things that i could never do in a million years um the art isn't even. There, it, it's it's different in places, and kind of there's kind of thematic breaks. That that is actually why I said that is actually why I said that I think the art is pretty pretty bad. Um, it's because I thought that there was a lot of inconsistencies. His with color palette suddenly changes. In, in, in it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Earthbound. I mean, this is kind of unfair because Earthbound was created by a lot of people, but Earthbound's oh, sure. art is, for, to be blunt, better. And I know yes. I have seen indie RPGs done by one person that have had that has had better pixel art. So again, you know, it's 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 given the context, I wouldn't I wouldn't bash the the art too bad too no, much. No. But in context of other indie games, I the art is probably one of the weakest aspects. Of the, the character game. art is oftentimes brilliant. I mean, there, there's some of it that is that is just genius and and nuanced. And I should I should say. When I say that the art is, n- I don't like the art. I don't like the overworld art. I love mm-hmm. the in-game sprites yeah, or the in-battle sprites. Those are great, and I think it 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 um it speaks to how lacking the overworld art is when some of the some of the animations that comes out in the overworld are actually directly from in-game battle sprites. Mm-hmm. Like there is a section where one character laughs at you, and that laugh is directly from in-game his in-game battle sprite without spoiling what it is but yeah i mean the fact that he had to do that just kind of speaks to how kind of not really super stellar overworld art so i would like to point out though while we're sort of down on the art i would say uh well a couple things one is i i do believe at the credits sequence there were some guest artists brought in for certain certain guest artists who came in and did certain things yeah which Um, and, and 
that goes a long way to explaining why some of it may may be thematically different or, or break with the the theme then right and that can be difficult and I, you know as as an indie game developer i totally uh, you know yeah you, get yeah if you're if you've been on your own for long enough and you have the resources that you evidently have then then getting it done and in, in game it becomes as important if it right if the arts i have i have personally dealt with art problems on a team before and it was it is difficult for sure um so that being said though he also there are some interesting things done with the art that i don't want to get into uh some you know especially towards the end there's some kind of interesting things but i will say something i actually thought was really funny and really well done and just kind of a neat little thing that was a great little touch Everything was little, apparently. Like, there are a couple characters that their font, it reflects, like, their name, and their font changes, and it gives them sort of a characterization through their their text that I thought was really clever and actually really well done. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. And I'm unfamiliar with any other game that actually does Even in, I mean, I noticed there's, without saying anything, there's a particular character who is flamboyant and very light, and his font in his, uh, in his, uh, his speech box changes when his tone changes and i i noticed that right away I'm like oh the the gravity of what he's saying is going to be different now than what it, that, what it has been before yeah. and, and that 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 was sure. a that you know, was a very clever and simple way to to convey that that sort of kind of idea. oh yeah terrific yeah. i mean with a uh, with a lot of games with dialogue as with texas dialogue a lot of people always complain that the dialogue doesn't have any emotional weight and i think that's a very good way of adding emotional weight to the dialogue so I would 100% agree with you guys on that. So just to touch on one last thing uh, before we really start, you know, wrapping it up here is we, we, we briefly talked about the overworld puzzles and they're a fairly major mechanic in this game. And I'm not sure how I feel about them. I feel like early they sort of don't do anything. They just kind of get in the way. <laughs> and I feel like it's done on purpose, sort of like once again, subversive, right? Like, Oh, here's, this is a trope that happens in games. Right. And then, we just go. Not oh, really, just kidding! Not really in JRPGs, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. That's, that's a weird. That's a weird. What about my chops again? Lufia, Lufia two. Come on. Those games oh, are great. Okay, I've never um, played those. Games. There, there. I wonder if it's actually a specific callback to those games. Uh, oh, okay. Lufia and Lufia two were super NES JRPGs. Um, so, but they did overall puzzle type things. You know, Zelda did it too. It just wasn't quite a JRPG. In Zelda's not a sense. JRPG. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but I mean, he's he's definitely kind of referenced. I mean, there's there's some Zelda E things in this game all over the place. And I, 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 I thought he was directly referencing some Zelda things with, with what he was doing with her. My problem with them is, is those seem like things he didn't spend nearly as much time on to me. Uh, there, there's, there isn't as much investment in those things that they're, they're, they're there just to be there. I mean, and none of them, I, I haven't found any particularly challenging. I felt like, I felt like they're, he's kind of, uh, he's, a uh, Kind of shit. It felt like padding. Yeah, almost. yeah. it is. It, it's it's one more thing to do, but he's sort of telegraphing the solutions in all these puzzles pretty blatantly, and so <laughs> I don't I don't really understand why they're there that much. It's like it's yeah. Oftentimes they it be, they become the butt of the joke. Yeah, there's like a joke. Ha ha. It, here's this puzzle, but you still have to do it, and it's not fun and still. Really, I mean, there, there's a few times where I, I feel about this game. It's it gets a little bit of my impressions of jazz punk, and feel free to go look back at that episode because. Uh, that episode does not exist. Yeah, you that, gotta stop referencing episodes look, that don't exist. It doesn't exist. Oh, we, we did lose the. <laughs> no, it doesn't. We did. Oh yeah, my god. Okay, well, well, quick, quick, quick recap. We really didn't like. Jeff no, 
Yeah, this does have echoes of jazz punk to me right. as well, where I feel like I just don't get <laughs> where it or something. It, it, it's much more of a of a commentary on games than it is actually trying to make a game. Um, and yeah. I feel like that's what he's doing with his overworld puzzles is, is they're, they're sort of just thrown in there and so that you can like, ah, I get that reference. Ah. Uh, I think it's a great way to put it. I, I completely agree with you. I Having played through, and I, I supposedly, I don't know if this changes, but playing through the whole game, I never really found any that were that were actually puzzling. Yeah. Maybe it, I'm just like super it, smart now right. because we did the witness and I'm just like puzzles just... And that, that's sort of, but but that does it is the problem with this entire game is it flows all wrong. The there is no, it's way too forgiving because of the the elements that are individually quite well done and quite brilliant added together. Is that I I'm I'm kind of cruising through this game with with dialogue box speed bumps which I didn't know I didn't have to have, and so I mean yeah it, <laughs> yeah yeah th- this game is. Would you say this game this game experience feels lopsided to you? I like I mean like I said earlier, I, I don't I don't know what you mean when you say lopsided, but I mean well no, I do know what you mean by lopsided. It, it started off with a heavy a very heavy emphasis on a combat system and he tried to get clever with that. And he and he may yeah. have ended up with this multi branching narrative thing that which you're talking about. Yeah. But e- yeah, even yeah. that, I mean, this this game is trying to be clever in so many different ways that it to me, as it currently exists now, and I haven't even played through once, it feels like a giant mess to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I agree. I'm, I'm really conflicted about this game so far, and even uh, after the whole playthrough, can't where wait there's for, just can't wait for next week, man. JJ's just chomping at the bit until we. I am. Some more. I, I would watch. I would watch both of yours first playthrough, fully from from See, the first. So I would I'm gladly I'm, do that. I am actively rooting for my opinion to change on this and you know once again maybe getting into predictions but right. there are things about this game that I love like I love some of the characters um I don't know if we want to get into specifics but it treats certain topics uh, you know popular culture perhaps or you know at least a popular narrative with uh, great not even care just as such as it's just sort of like a a normalcy to it that I think is terrific there are things that I just absolutely love about this game some of the characters are great i think the combat is like has a super cool idea that i I wish was just explored deeper really um Mm. you know and even after playing through the whole game like there's some really cool parts to it there's a lot of like fourth wall breaking stuff i love i'm like a kojima fan all the way so i uh i am actively rooting for this game to change my opinion and and based on jj's jj's the suggestions do you think it will do you think you're gonna you you expect to be Right, you know, because I, I mean, when you when you beat through the game, you you gone through the end dialogue, right? Which yeah, and so yes, I have I have a little peek into what happens. I've I've kind of started the next playthrough, just this like few minutes in, and I and I did cheat a little bit and read a little uh, you know review that said, hey, you know, my like I said, Austin Walker was saying his his playthroughs changed him later, as opinion later, and so so honestly, right now I am expecting it to change my opinion. I I am at this point, I guess I'm saying I'm expecting it to kind of like make me see the light. Oh man, this is this is what I was. Missing. You're waiting is, to join well, the flock. <laughs> that's right. I'm. I want the Kool Aid. I want well, them just to just give me some Kool Aid. I can drink it. The all biggest out. flaw then in this game maybe is. I mean, I mean, you've heard the statistic, the statistics before of how many people actually finish games is is shockingly right. low. And oh yeah. So I mean, yeah. well, I I feel like that's where a lot of the backlash to this game comes from because it was you know it was put on it was voted and I think a Game Facts 
poll that was like, what is the best game of 2015? They do a poll every year, what's yeah. the best game of the year. And, and Undert- the fan base was very vocal for this and game. Undertale was like highly voted and there was a massive backlash against it and i feel like that's part of that's probably why there's a lot of backlash is the, the intro of the game is, well but th- that's a uh, that's a legitimate if if you have to be bored for six hours of a playthrough to get any meat on the bone of something that's not that that is that is not a feature that is a bug i mean <laughs> and I, 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 I don't know if it's some meaningful well i mean there is there are some movies you got to sit through the end to just get it i guess like you can't like stand up and walk away after 127 hours and just be like that movie was shit like you gotta sit yeah, 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 right? yeah you can you can do exactly that i mean i mean yeah <laughs> you, you have to you have to be given some some reason to do it some reason to sit through no but you but you have to work with the game too yeah, no but you but can't expect the game to just make you sad you, I mean. make you mad make you happy make you something but bored i mean <laughs> i agree i think you know, I agree with you. I guess I agree with both of you, but I agree with you <laughs> in the fact that you know you do have to. I like things where you have to meet it halfway a little bit, right? Like yeah. You say okay, well, you know, yeah. I'm going to come to you with this, but at the same time, like if if I'm not engaged enough to want to meet you halfway at least, then you you failed, right? Like you have to make me want to engage with you. And you would, you would not last through True Detective. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> wow! Wow. <laughs> I've actually I haven't seen any True Detective. Well, exactly, because so. well, that 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 show doesn't give you any reason to stick around until the last. And episode. What, I mean, I'm I'm going to be redundant now, but once again, I, I I'm talking about this game in really negative terms. But when you break down the all the elements of this game individually, there's a ton of these things that I like. I just don't I just don't think they belong in oh, the same yeah. game together. You re- yeah, I mean, I don't want to say. Just come back to me. All right. Well, the game, then let's wrap. Well, come back to me. Come back to me when you beat the game. I don't basically. want to say that, but well, do let's, it. Yeah. Let's wrap this exactly. up, and we'll so, see you next week where we are. Yeah. What What do you think, AJ? What do you think is going to happen? Are you gonna What What is your plan? I guess you planning to beat it once and then beat it again. Of course. Well, uh, with everything that JJ okay. said, I have to be. I, I categorically <laughs> have to beat this. So you're gonna no gonna don't don't put it. that pressure on me, all right? Because if you if you play it through like three times and you still feel the same way, that that's not my fault. Well, you you. That's still your fault. No, it is. It's all <laughs> no, but I, I have to, I have to see what you're talking about. I, I can't just stop. Go no, nope, <laughs> I'm stopping. I'm bored. Well, that makes well that makes you better I'm than done. that makes you better than like ninety percent of game facts. So, <laughs> so so what do you think, AJ? Do you think you'll you'll have a change of heart? Well, I mean, or, uh, AJ well we're obviously us, talking so about things that I I are there that are going to come out of left field. But I know JJ, so <laughs> so we're going to be talking <laughs> about a narrative branching thing. Which I, I yeah yeah the, the writer yeah you're you're gonna be talking about writing elements but and I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and, and talk about well there probably was ways to get there without 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 having be, me be so bored for so long to, to get there I I will give you that okay. I will give you yeah. that that there is ways to there there are probably ways that he could improve the initial experience or the initial five hours I think as like a that. designer he probably learned where his strengths are and so with his with his work going on the ro- going down the road, he probably should focus more on on the things that he were was successfully compelling players like you on, and less of, of on mechanical based things that he's not like me. That's that's sort of what uh, Phil Fish Phil Fish said um, a while ago about Fez, right? He says that as you initially designed a game, you have so many not well, at least to yourself novel ideas and ideas to 
to to execute game design and as you go along you realize what ideas are good oh. and what ideas aren't really that good and how and you get better from our end well, game design and he had to he had to go back and remake well, yeah, things, I mean, right? and all of so, us all of us the the biggest thing we've learned with any involvement in game development at all is the strength of your game is always the restriction you place upon yourself of 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 focusing your experience down to what is it, what are you doing and making or throwing all your ideas back of is it doing this and doing this and everything that's extraneous everything that's fat you cut off and this game could have benefited from that of asking this guy what is this game and his answer right now to me feels like well it's a and it's b but it's c2 and it's d and a little and, bit of and, d well, okay. Go, going back to Mike's question, do you think your opinion will change by the end of your playthroughs? Honestly, I I don't. I okay. but do you think you'll like it better at least? No. I I don't. So <laughs> so uh, JJ, what are you thinking? Are you going to replay it some more? Are you uh, done? Done? I don't know enough to know if you can. I am done. So I am done. Done. Um, partially because I sort of know all of the branches at this point um okay so i don't really see a reason why i need to play through it and some of the branches that i didn't personally experience i just read it read it on a wiki and i had enough experience in the game where i could just kind of imagine that experience i'm like yeah okay that's i don't need to go through that as well um, so is but, your prediction for next week that aj and mine collective minds will just be blown um i hope so <laughs> i don't want to make any promises because i don't want to make any promises to anybody that it is worth your time to go through 12 hours or 14 hours of this game and come back and you love it. Um, because that's, kind of, you know, I do agree that it is a tough ask, but, you know, it's, it's, at minimum, I think we'll have a good discussion for next week. Because, okay. you know, if we disagree, we can for, truly explore that, um, why we disagree and stuff like that. I do think, you know, I guess my prediction would be, you know, I think, a lot of the design problems you see AJ probably won't be fixed um, because in multiple in the second playthroughs, you know, I, I can't go into it without spoiling. And this game is like so hard to talk That'll about. That'll be the spoiling. cliffhanger for the, yeah. the next episode. Well, I would just say I don't. I I think you I think you guys will like it better, but I don't think the game solves all of your issues with it now. So don't you know? It's it, but I will say it is a completely different experience second time through or third time through. It's completely different, Com completely, completely different. And how varied the experience was really kind of shocked me uh, when I played through it a second, which might color how I, why I liked it so much after the second. You know what I meant? Because you know, I, I I play a lot of you know games like Telltale's games, and you know more than one playthroughs of those types of games, even experiencing the different branches of dialogue, you pretty much get the general same experience, right? It's just. Just the minor differences well, to you can, characters, like which character lives, which character dies. You can but reverse your decisions in some Telltale games, and, and you know, and it, it would just be the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That can, that's getting like, on topic, though. Yeah. I think. I think. Well, I guess. I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like Undertale addressed that really clearly. So Undertale might not be the perfect solution to that, but it went farther than a lot of branching storyline games i i look forward to talking about branching storyline games next week all right let, let's get through this and, yeah me yeah. too that's a good setup for people go play this game and remember you have to play it more than once <laughs> you gotta play it 80 times <laughs> 80 times exactly 80 times it's otherwise cool. otherwise your opinion's invalid 
let's wrap this up. Uh, if you'd like to write in, you can email us at the NPC dialogue at gmail.com or you can reach me on Twitter at Daventry1701. You can reach Mike Heiberger at, at space underscore Mike and reach JJ right. at the lizard folk. Uh, whether you're joining us for the first time or coming back, uh, we hope you will continue to take us with you on your future indie game adventures. Oh, we gotta give, we gotta, what am I doing? We gotta, give, we gotta give some credits to. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, these indie developers, we gotta talk. That's about right. All right, all right. Remember how I butchered this last week? Let's see if I can do it any better. Yeah, we want you to do the outro. That's right. <laughs> you, you can see my development. Okay. <laughs> our our exactly. opening music was by uh, YMVST, extended by. No, 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 no. Our opening music is by IJSM, and the music okay. is. Why right, I'm, I'm gonna re- this is written well, but I'm going to rewrite this in a way that I actually understand a little bit. <laughs> and our closing music that you're hearing right now is by is Dual Static by Triac. Our wonderful cover art, as always, is by Meg Wood. She's an indie game artist who has worked on Rising Legends, Pursuit of Power 2, and Love Dunnan. If you'd like to contact her for any work, you can find her at cosmickittywick.wix.com. And that is Kitty with an I cool. at the end. All right, all right. You've heard the big cliffhanger. Let's see what we think about what we think about Undertale next week. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us.